everyone and welcome back to Fostering Growth. It's your host, Laura. I know it's been quite some time, um, but I actually have some great news. Um, I'm here with my tech slash friend slash coworker slash almost everything. Hello. <laughs> Ryan. And we actually have a pretty good big announcement. Um, we have decided to co-host the podcast. Yay, I got a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite some time that I've released episode. Uh, you know, everybody's life is hectic. We all understand things happen, um, schedules change or, you know, schedules fill up and we can't really always meet up. But I think it'll be a little bit more proactive and releasing a little bit more episodes, you know, back to back having... Um, Ryan, where I can schedule with him more since we, you know, work at the same place. It's a lot easier to put our schedules together and be like, hey, let, let's record for the podcast. So very excited to announce this because it's been a thought from the past. And now we brought it up again and we're like, you know what, let's do it. Yeah, I, um, you know, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. The, uh, you know, the fact that one, I think it's, it would be easier on both of us just because, one like I have this I have the studio and so instead of like like of course we're gonna still have guests yes. okay we still want different guests different perspectives we still want to hear from you guys yes. we are still here for you guys you know fostering growth is still very much here I know it's been a while Laura's had to handle some things I've had to handle some things mm -hmm. and then uh, but you know we both talked it over and thought it, it was about time like like, because since, you know, we all know that the last year was pretty hectic, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> that might be an understatement. But uh, we kept, like, searching, like, okay, what would be the next person? What would be the next person? What's the next thing to do? And they're like, okay, but you know what? We're not putting anything out for anybody. We are at this standstill. And uh, we were like, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's get something out to the people. Let's get something out to you guys, you know? And you guys have been... Uh, you know, really supportive. Um, very we've, patient. <laughs> very patient. And, you know, it's been almost two months since our last episode. And we decided, you know what, let's uh, let's work together. Let's um, And we'll just start pushing out content ourselves. And, of course, like I said, we'll have more guests and uh, sprinkle in things here and there. But I think um, Fostering Growth is here to stay. We have much more to, <laughs> much more to offer mm -hmm. than the last episodes. And I think it's only going to get better. Yeah, no, and, and like we mentioned with the guest appearances, I definitely want to touch base, you know, with some people and, and get them back on the podcast. Just as, as long as we're not wondering, like, okay, what's next or who's next? It's more of like, okay, if I can set up, a you know, a time with, uh, let's say, my friend Sam, um, you know, she's back on the podcast, then that would be a perfect thing. But at least now it's like me and Ryan can definitely keep, you know, the content going. And, you know, updating everybody on our lives. And hopefully you guys are doing very well. Um, it's it's all just trying to keep the consistency of it. Uh, but also, you know, not having to stress about it. Like, this is supposed to be helpful to people and to us. And not stressful in the way that it was kind of like, okay, like, what do I do now? Or what do we do next? Yeah, and, you know, it's we're here for you guys. All right, and like I said, like Laura and I started stressing out about like, okay, well, it'll be good enough. Well, we can't have the same person on twice in a row. It's yeah. like then we're like, no. We wanted to like mix it up a little, you know? Yeah, we were trying too hard. We we're trying to be like that. Shout out to Joe Rogan. We were trying to be. We were trying to like have different guests every day and stuff like that. And it was just getting too complicated. Like, no, let's just get the show on the road. Yeah. So you know what? Without further ado, let's drop at least some stuff for you. Let's have a little update. So uh, 
Hi, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. How have you been? So what you been up to? Hi, yeah, yeah. So as many as you know, school has started up again, not only for the kids, but for myself. <laughs> um, I started going back to school. Well, I mean, sem the semester started. So I've been juggling Jordan's school and my school. And also, you know, kind of like on the more uh, mental and physical health. I mean, I've been, you know, meditating a little bit more and really focusing on what's important in my life and what I really need to do to move on without, you know, adding that stress of like, oh, my God, I have so many things to do. It's more of like, okay, let's get this thing done today. And then tomorrow, we'll, we'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And then with school, it's like, okay, you know, kind of get things done, um, you know, kind of moving forward it's stressing because I took five years when Jordan was a kid um, you know to not go to school just trying to organize my life and then now that I kind of jump back into it like it seems hard it's tiring I work graveyard and then I have to wake up at nine for school I mean it's it's just something that I have to t wake up and tell myself this is for a reason like you're doing this for a reason you are going to make it it doesn't matter how long it takes you're doing this and you're doing this and so motivation wise I've been so much better at it I've been feeling so much better about myself I've been focusing on myself focusing on my house focusing on my health going to the gym trying to keep as consistent as I can you know but life life happens and and I should not try to take control of it like oh my god this didn't work out and oh my god this is bad like no it didn't work out let's see where you can plug it in in the next week or you know the following week and things like that so <laughs> yeah, honestly and, it's just kind of been me Jordan school work sleep trying the gym and I think the next step is like eating habits because I have a tendency of not eating or eating very late because I'm always you know on the run or I'm sleeping so it's it's a balance that I really have to continue on but I'm glad to tell you guys that I'm doing so much better well, <laughs> than see I now, was. See now that's that's the great thing so let's highlight the good things that's been going on because it's the last time that we've been you know did the episode and stuff like that you're going to the gym more often. Yes. So that's good and it doesn't matter the fact that the hardest part is getting there mm -hmm. right because like for me it's like going to work it's like oh I gotta go to work mm -hmm. and then but as soon as I'm there I'm like okay like I'm, I'm in work mode mm -hmm. going to the gym you're like oh I really like being on this couch right now. Right. I really don't feel like pumping iron. I feel like going <laughs> to sleep, taking a nap. Maybe my maybe I can work my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> I can get I can get real good at counting sheep. Right. You know, so but the fact that you are doing it is is huge and like you said um yeah, school is a uh, school is back in session, you know, for you and for Jordan. Um, for me, my son Adam, he's back in school, mm -hmm. and you know, like let's let's be real here. Like, so, depending on how you feel about the whole situation, yeah, we're still in a pandemic technically. Mm -hmm. um, but I know for a lot of people that I talk to, they're like, it's a dang good thing they're going back to school. You know oh, what I mean? No, you know what yes. I mean? Like I mean... for so many reasons though. Like for 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 them, obviously, so they're not. You know, you're not stressing about how their education is just being stagnant. Yeah. And 
I don't know about you, but like every person I've talked to, including myself, the whole Zoom thing was a massive failure. Yes, it was not good. I mean, even Jordan told me himself. <clears throat> he was like, yeah, I don't like the iPad. I like going to school. And so right now I pick him up from school and he's super excited. He's so happy. He tells me about all his friends. He's saying bye to all his friends. He's like, bye, bye. This is my mom. Bye, bye. <laughs> you know, so it, it really... It, it, it makes me really happy that he's now socializing with kids. I mean, I teach him, you know, be safe, wash your hands, you know, keep your distance. And I know they're wearing masks at um, school. Yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, that he's staying safe. But it's really good for them because kids need to be around kids. I mean, it's not the same staring at a screen. And then plus that, staring at a screen for like two hours in a sense. You know, it's bad for them. It's bad for their brain. Their brain's not gonna develop the same way as, you know, hand-to-hand interacting with the kids or like even being in a school setting. I don't know. I just, I really am happy that they got the kids back into school. I understand that it's still difficult and I understand that they're still taking precautions, which is great, Um, but, Other than me being able to sleep, I'm really happy that Jordan is playing with his friends, you know, is getting that. Like, he really is learning a lot more than he learned on yeah. He, His distraction level was a thousand percent. Like, you'd be sitting there and he'd be like, I don't want to sit here anymore. <laughs> um, I'm bored. And I'm like, why? Like, the teacher's reading you a story and he'd be like, I don't want to listen. And because he wasn't there, you know, and now that he is, he's like, oh, my God, Mom, today we learned about squirrels. And did you know that <laughs> squirrels can keep their nuts inside their cheeks? But, you know, and things like that. And I'm like, wow, like, you really are digging school. School you know? is fun again. Mm-hmm. And school is what it's supposed to be now. Yeah. Like, it, you're supposed to have that social interaction. It's good for their mental health. Now, there's perks. <laughs> That's good for our mental health as parents, too, yeah. right? I am a father of two two children. Laura is a mother of a child. And <laughs> let me tell you, like she said, having a little time to sleep is everything, especially in your own graveyard. Like I got it a little easier because my wife's staying at home and I'm working during the day right now. Mm-hmm. And so like the fact that like, I don't get migraines anymore. I didn't, that's great. I didn't know that's yeah. what was causing it. Like I was getting massive headaches and I've learned once I don't get rest, restful sleep, I can't talk straight, and I can also, I start getting massive headaches, and I thought it was a caffeine thing, mm-hmm. I thought it was, I was trying all these different things to help the headaches, and as soon as I switched back to days, yeah, it just like dissipated, and I was like, they come on very rarely, and I thought something was wrong, I was like, okay, there's, there's some issues here, yeah. but... Well, let's talk about some of the fun things. I saw you went to a concert recently. Oh, my God, no. Don't bring it up. Why? Why? It looked like a fun thing. Concerts are great. Concerts are back, people. Oh, my God. Okay, everybody, please, if you judge me for this, unfollow me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay. No, yeah, so I went to a concert. I went to the Jonas Brothers concert because I am still a middle school um, what is it? Uh, or more like I still have my middle school, you know, sweetheart crush on them. Uh, and I've always wanted to go to a concert. But when I was young, nobody would take me. I didn't have the money for it. I didn't have a way to get there. So I never went. And then my heart broke when they broke up. <laughs> <laughs> and then they put my heart back together when they got back together. <laughs> they did it for you, Laura. They did it for you. They were like, you cannot miss this. It's on your bucket list. We need to do this. <laughs> So thank you, Joe Bros, for you know, <laughs> for coming back together and letting me check that off of my bucket list. 
You guys can break up now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you guys do whatever you want. Just trade everybody out, no, you know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. Okay. You know what? I don't care about embarrassment at this point. No, I embrace it. I had so much it. fun singing all those songs when I was, you know, like a middle school kid. They just kind of came back, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the happiest moment of my life. And at first, I was like, yeah, no, cool. Like, I'm going to go see the Jonas Brothers. I mean, as an adult, I'm not that big of a, a fan because of, like, their new songs or their new, like, CDs and everything. Like, it's just kind of like, eh, you know, yeah, I listen to, like, songs here and there. I was more of, like, the old school, you know, like, yeah. Year 3000 and, like, SOS and things like that. <laughs> and so when they started singing those songs, I was like, yes, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're like one of those people. You're like like me. Like, you're like, hey, you like Linkin Park? I like old Linkin Park. Yeah. Okay, the first two albums. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, if you had me on Instagram, like, you'd see those videos. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry if I sing bad or if I sing horrible, whatever. Nah. The point was that I had a great time. I took Daniela with me. Well, actually, I dragged her with me because she didn't know anything. She's like, um, I guess just send me a playlist on Spotify. And I'm like, <laughs> you have to listen to this song. You have to listen. Like, I just basically gave her my favorites and the ones that I knew. And, like, there was a time, I think Love Bug was the one that got her. She's like, oh, that's a really nice song. And I was like, yes, uh, it's an amazing song. And then after a while, she was like, oh, okay, yeah, like, they're not that bad. And I'm like, so you're down for the concert? And she's like, sure, I'm just here to drink. And I was like, come, <laughs> just come with me. I don't want to go alone. So so she's one of those at weddings. Like, mm -hmm. I'm here for the free drink. No, I'm just kidding. She's, <laughs> like, she's my plus one to anything. As long as she can drink, she's fine. <laughs> no, that's cool, though, because, like, Concerts, like, honestly, shows, concerts, public events, like, mm -hmm. those outlets, like, we talked about on our last episode together was music. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, concerts, you and I are both concert junkies. Oh, yes. And I love a concert. That's my guilty pleasure because I'll I'll dig deep into the credit cards to go to concerts because I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. And I'm like, you really shouldn't be doing this. So, like, but, who? But I'm like, you know, yes. yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm going to do whatever I want because I'm all about experiences, mm -hmm. right? Because that's something you just can't. That th will never get taken away from mm -hmm, you. Exactly. So the fact that you actually got to flourish and mm -hmm. like release and just be like, you know, be the little schoolgirl like for a while, yeah. like because I bet you were like, yeah, I'm going to see Jonas yeah, Brothers, but yeah, when those I was like, yeah, yeah, when those lights turned <laughs> off and when you knew it was about to like, start, oh your excitement really went to them. yeah, your excitement went to twelve real fast. Yeah. And so it's like, and it's your <laughs> euphoric. Vanilla has a lot of those reaction videos, so I'll probably be like, hey, do you have anything to, that I can post <laughs> so you can hear me scream? <laughs> it's no. like a little anime, like with the like the the, the watery eyes, and just like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> No, yeah, that was really, that was a lot of fun. I mean, it, it really got me, like, out of my headspace, you know? Like, it, it got me into another world. It, no worry, life didn't exist, just the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> See, that's good for people. Like, mm -hmm. that's good, like, get to, go, for you people out there that's just been held down, if you got some, find some way to enjoy something you love mm -hmm. like a concert doesn't even have to be a concert go to a comedy show yeah <gasps> i'm going to bill burr oh my god see <laughs> i'm jealous so go go Sorry. somewhere where you're able to just forget about the stress and you're there to have a good time and honestly those artists they're there to give you a good time they're just mm -hmm. as excited like they yeah. they're just excited to be back like for me um, recently, I went to a concert mm -hmm. recently, and I wanted to take it, uh, take my son, he's seven, to his very first concert. 
and I've been waiting a long time and honestly it probably was still a little early but I was just like nope like like we've been locked down for a year mm -hmm. and I was like and I knew okay first of all he's obsessed with Daft Punk but unfortunately Daft Punk is not together anymore right. so it's like okay there was no way we we're ever gonna go see him <laughs> but I was like you know what who's who's someone that he does really like and I was like he used to really like this violinist and her name is Lindsay Sterling. Check her out. Um, because it's, you think violin, you think classical? No, she's like, like, she does like modern violin to like dance music and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's crazy what she does. And, um, and I just, out of the whim, I decided to look up. I was like, okay, I wonder what if she's even back on tour. All of a sudden, boom, San Diego Civic Theater. Like, she's coming. I was it like, was meant to be. I was like, oh, it's got to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just like, boom, let's go. And then I wanted to give him his first concert I wanted to make it a doozy because I'm big on experiences so I was just like you know what I was like let's just go crazy so busted out the credit card <laughs> and let's just say his first question when we got there was hey dad what does VIP mean Aww, and I was so like cute. VIP he's like yeah what's that mean I was like very special person very special ticket or very important person let's just yeah. say that so and the cool thing about Lindsay was is she went she goes I've been to a lot of concerts, and a lot of VIP stuff is like, okay, you get some free merch. Oh, yay, hi, bye. You get to, you know, do a, you get to meet him for, a, like, a second, and then that's it. Move on. Mm -hmm. But Lindsay clearly, like, cares about her audience because she went way out of her way. So we got there. We went up to the lobby, and she had, like, what was called Lindsay's World. And it was all of her – she got famous, or she got big, um, really, from her music videos – and stuff and so she had like mannequins with all the dresses that she wore in all her mu famous music videos and she had her violins that she played and they were all on exhibit so it was like a Lindsay museum wow that's pretty cool and so he was like he's like wow that's cool because he that it's funny I didn't introduce Lindsay Sterling to Adam he introduced her to me because one day I was hearing this music, I was hearing this, vi this was years ago, mm -hmm. I was hearing this violin music, I was like, wow, that sounds pretty good, and I came out, and then Adam was sitting with my wife, Tony, watching YouTube, mm -hmm. and he's like, and my wife was like, hey, he really likes this girl, and then he just like, it, she just came on, and he just sat there and started listening, and I was like, oh, wow, and then I started listening, I was like, dang, she's good, so anyway, the other thing that she did was she gave every VIP um, guest a uh, gratitude journal. Oh. And so, Lindsay, for, for for those who don't know her, she has a really amazing story. She used to struggle r really badly with anorexia. Mm -hmm. And she was able to overcome that, and she was all about, she had massive anxiety and depression, and she was able to come, um, overcome all that. And she wanted to send a message to everybody that was going to see her to try to do our best to stop focusing so much on the negative stuff, focus more on trying to be baseline positive. Mm -hmm. And so actually she, I'm gonna, you guys can't see it, but <laughs> I have a little journal right here. Yeah, she signed it. Oh. Um, but she wrote this, uh, she wrote this passage to everybody. I'm gonna, if you allow me, indulge me for a second, I'll read it to you. Okay, it says, Welcome to what I hope will be the beginning of a new chapter for you. I know that sounds dramatic, but listen. I started writing in a gratitude journal four years ago, and this simple daily practice had a huge impact on my life. Most noticeably, 
I started to automatically focus on the positive side of situations, even in happenings that were less than favorable. I remember one hot afternoon I was running late for a meeting due to the standstill traffic in which I was stuck. This scenario could have easily caused me stress and or frustration. However, the thought came to me, this traffic is because I live in a freaking cool city. So much is going on here, and so many people come here to chase their dreams. And I'm one of them. My next immediate thought was, what kind of weirdo have I turned into? I now see optimism like it is a muscle. The more I work at it, the stronger it gets. Of course, I still get frustrated, but now the gratitude part of my brain is stronger than the negative side, so it wins internal battle more frequently. I encourage you to keep this journal by your bedside, and when you get into bed, take five minutes and do one of these prompts or write three things you are grateful for. It can be people, events, from the day, feelings you feel. It can be anything that you can see is positive. My hope is that it will bring you some, some of the internal peace, optimism, and joy that this practice has brought to my life. Love you all, Lindsay. Oh, I love that. So she also, this was one thing that was a part of the VIP experience that I didn't know was a part of. It's like, so we got to meet Lindsay and stuff and like she was in this like, we, we got into this like little glass box because of the pandemic and she was like right on the other side and stuff and Adam was like thrilled oh. and stuff and then he got like really shy. <laughs> she was like on platform boots so she was like really tall. Oh wow. <laughs> but um, so we said hi and all that and then we got escorted out and I was just like thinking, okay, I can take him to like the, the shirt shop or something. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, and I saw a security lady and we had these wristbands. We had these wristbands, right? Uh -huh. I saw the security lady and I was like, um, oh, do we go down here? And then she was like, well, let me see your wristband. And she was like, actually, no. And she opened the door, <gasps> this door. And she was like, you go down there. And I was like, down where? Down the yellow brick road. Pretty much. <laughs> and so we, I went through and I look and there's the stage. <gasps> and there was these people gathering in front of the stage. And I was like, and at first I didn't, I thought we weren't supposed to be there. And I was, but I was like, Hey, I was like, Adam, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> like, like I was getting away with something. I was like, come on, come on. Adam, trust me. Anything. Just come on. Don't say anything. We're supposed to be here. Okay. So anyway, no, Adam we starts going, are we in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> so we end up going, we end up going in there. It turned out we're totally supposed to be there. Okay. That was a part of the package. Mm -hmm. And what we ended up being a part of was a Q and A. Oh. So after Lindsay got done meeting everybody, she came down and to give a little speech. Mm -hmm. And she did, she gave, this is what I really wanted to bring up. She gave, she, okay, Adam, all fairness, got real bored during this part because he had no clue what was going on, <laughs> of right? Of course. Like, honestly, the kids, like, this is a little too mature for them, but mm -hmm. she, she went on to talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. And she brought up a real good point about positivity versus negativity. Mm-hmm. She said that there was actually a study and stuff like that. She got like real scientific, but basically, you know, your brain, I'm going to sum it up. Mm -hmm. Your brain has your neurons and they fire to signal about like how you feel about things. Okay. Well, they're going to take the path of least resistance. Okay. That's just a natural thing. If you've dealt with trauma or you have dealt with being frustrated more than being happy, mm -hmm you're going to develop what's called a highway. Mm -hmm. 
And so how she explained it was we all have these highways and small dirt roads in our brains. Mm, okay. She was like, for me, juggling is a dirt road. She's all like, but violin is a highway. So she said, like she just said in the passage, these things work out like muscles. The more you exercise that one road, it'll eventually become a highway. She was like, well, so many of us get frustrated so easily, get irritated so easily, or get depressed. Our anxiety flares up so often that those become highways. And feeling good, feeling positive becomes a dirt road. Mm. And it becomes harder to go down that dirt road because it's not our habit. It has way more resistance. It's so much easier to go down the highway. She was like, so part of the reason to get these gratitude journals going doesn't even, you don't even have to have a journal, people. Just write it on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. She was saying that writing those three things she was grateful for was like working out the muscle, mm -hmm. working out the grateful muscle, working out, yeah. being more positive. And slowly she was able to shrink the bad highway and turn the good road into a good highway. Mm -hmm. And you will now be baseline more positive. It takes time. It takes a lot of time. But it will, you'll notice <clears throat> your like default self will slowly become more optimistic. Mm -hmm. Now, this was gold to me in a different way. Because trust me, we all like we like us as parents get stuck in this thing where like we think, oh my god, like. I'm the only one that struggles. I'm the only one, like, why am I the one that, am I a bad parent? I'm, I'm having, yeah. I'm getting so frustrated with my child. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, that was the case. And I saw this as an opportunity. Wait a minute. My baseline, my highway right now is to get very angry very quickly with my kids if they disobey, if they do something wrong. That's my highway right now. Yeah. And... I now have a visual way to try to correct that. So now I've been recently trying real hard to slowly, like, if they do something wrong or if they start fighting, try to diffuse the situation calmly mm -hmm. and make that, that dirt road more of a high, positive highway. Mm -hmm. To praise them more when they do something good. To get in the habit of calmly dissecting the situation and asking them why. Why are they doing what they're doing? Why are they behaving this way? <laughs> Trying to understand them. You're also giving them a voice. And, and it, instead of me yelling, which me just yelling would make my son yell back, and then I yell back, and then it's this horrible mix, mix, uh, you know, spiral. Yeah. I am now slowly working on trying to change the communication I'm having with him. Mm-hmm. So that was one giant thing that I took away from the Lindsay Sterling experience that she, you know, dropped to all of us and tried to apply it to my life. And I wanted to share that with you guys to see if maybe somewhere out there you guys can try to apply that metaphor into your lives, whether it's with your spouse, with your kids, with at work, with traffic or anything. Try to turn that negative highway down into a negative dirt road and try to turn that positive dirt road into a positive highway. That way, your brain will easily try to veer towards the positive side than the negative side of things. Mm -hmm. 
Um, no, and I totally see where you're coming from because even with me focusing a little bit more on the positive things or more of like, you know, what I'm getting done instead of what I'm not getting done or, you know, of trying my best to give myself props for the kind of parent that I am because sometimes I also tell myself like, I don't think you're doing a good job or you're not doing enough or you could do more or you could do better. And there's times where, you know, you think of the negative thing or like one negative thing that you did, like screaming at your child yeah. when you're not, you know, you shouldn't react like that. But then you start thinking, like, why are you reacting like that to your child when your child's like learning from you? If you're screaming at him or her, they're going to scream back because they're going to be like, oh, well, that's how you communicate. So I can do it, too. You know, and, and it's funny that you say that because I remember I had told you that I read a quote about, you know, children and behaviors. Mm -hmm. So it says, my children aren't to blame for triggering me, pushing my buttons or driving me up the wall. I have to actively work through those triggers, remove the buttons and tear down the wall instead of expecting my children to change their behavior before I change mine. And as soon as I read that, I was like, oh my God, like, that's very true. And I never saw it that way. It was always like, why are you acting like this? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Instead of like, why, you know, what am I doing that maybe they're acting like this? Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're reacting like that. And then, you know, for me and Jordan, like, he spends time with his dad and then he spends time with me. Mm -hmm. So he's not always with me. And obviously, you know, I have to work on, okay, he doesn't see me a lot or like not a lot, but like as often as like, okay, he sees me for like a couple of hours a day and then he leaves with his dad. And then when he'll come back, sometimes he'll be like, you know, in a, not in a mood, but it like, he'll like act out and yeah. I'll be like, whoa, 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 like yesterday we were just good, you know, and then today you, you came back, but it was more of like, it was just something that was going on with him in like school. He's like, oh no, like it's because my friend at school was being mean. And I was about to be like, excuse me, like I'm your mother, like you should respect me. You yeah, should, you know, drop the hammer. And then, yeah. yeah. And, and so it was more of like, well, what's going on? Like I started talking to him and in, in ex more like asking him every day like how are you doing how are you feeling and sometimes you'll be like i'm good i'm okay and the more you ask like oh well how was school oh well, what did you do or what eventually they'll tell you something is wrong yeah. when you know that there's something is wrong but you don't have to be like tell me what's wrong tell me i know something is wrong you know what i mean like you just have to ask questions and have that conversation with them because that's what i started noticing with jordan it was like i would ask him how he was and he's like oh i'm fine but then I would see a little shift in his mood or a little, like, if I would be like, hey, can you please pick that up? And he'd be like, oh, and I'd be like, what? sir, you dropped it. <laughs> you need to pick it up, you know? Yeah. And so I'd be like, excuse me. Like, I would want to right there be like, hey, no, stop it. Like, right. you know, and it's more of like, are you OK? And he'd be like, yeah, I'm OK. And I'd be like, oh, is there anything going on at school or what happened? Or, you know, and then eventually he opens up. And so that's what I started noticing, like, OK, I need to change my behavior and the way that I talk to my child or the way that I, you know, ask things or even ask him to do something of like picking something up. I can't just be like, hey, what are you doing? You have to do this, da -da -da -da, you know, and he'll be like, whoa, like you're attacking me instead of asking me. Yeah, then they get then they're you put them on their back on their heels mm -hmm. and they will instantly now feel defensive. Mm -hmm. And you have to think like, we have to remember that the children will 
mimic whatever we do. I mean, how many times have I talked to my son one way, and then my daughter, who's three, he's seven, <laughs> will start bothering him, and then he'll talk to her just like I talk to him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, there's a parent thing here. Yeah. You're not a parent. Then he's like, I want to be a parent. And I'm like, no, you know, no, 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 so, no. <laughs> but anyway, but, you know, and... I started noticing that, yes, he the way he handles things is he mirrors how I'm handling it. So if I want him to handle things better, mm -hmm. I need to handle things better. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it's kind of like give and take thing. Now, obviously, this is way easier said than done. We realize that it's a case-by-case -case situation. Honestly, with you, it's a way more complex situation because, you know, he, he Jordan does spend half the time with you and half the time with his dad mm -hmm. or not like not, not all the time with you you know and yeah. you two are not always on the same page mm -hmm. i'm fortunate in the fact that i can i can relay these things to my wife yeah. and then try to get her on the same page mm -hmm. while i'm at work and i know we're both trying to go down the same road yeah. you have to kind of go against the grain and anyone out there who's either a single parent or has split custody has yeah. to go against the grain you know because you know you'll you'll try to travel down one road one way you know one day all of a sudden the next day they come back and you're like wait a minute i thought we were going down this way yeah. like you were just saying now we're completely going this other direction what just happened yeah and and it's it's been hard but at the same time i've been working on it because it's like i have to understand his point of view which is i feel more important because you know as a child it's not like he has a choice he doesn't have the choice to be like, I want to stay with you or I want to stay with my dad. Like, right. he's just bouncing around. <clears throat> There's no consistency for him. So how am I supposed to expect consistency from him if he doesn't even have it in his life of, you know, he goes with his mom, he goes to school, he goes with his dad. And then, you know, one weekend is with me, one weekend is with his dad. Some weekends he goes with his grandparents, you know, with his cousins. Mm -hmm. So I know that it's not a bad environment. Like we're all trying our best, but it is, I think what's missing a lot in his life is the consistency. And sadly, he's not really going to have it because it's not like me and his dad are going to get back together. Right, so, you know. That's just, you know, I have to work around it. So that's why I put myself, I kind of step back. Like as soon as he reacts, I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> let me get the chancla out. <laughs> but, you know, I, I try my best not to. And at the same time, it's like, you know what? As long as I'm communicating with him, as long as he expresses himself and he trusts me enough to tell me things... I should not react in either a bad or a good way. Like, yes, there's times where maybe I didn't get enough sleep or maybe, you know, I'm just feeling exhausted and I, I can hear myself just kind of like, hey, you know, snap at him. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm like, calm down, you know, refresh. It's so hard. It's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and then I, you know, he sometimes it's it's funny because sometimes he does act like a little adult. Where he literally steps away and he goes into the room and he just leaves. And I'm like, oh, okay, this kid just left me. And I, <laughs> yeah, like, he literally walks up and... He's all chopped liver. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, okay. So I'm just sitting here like, this kid better come back. If not... <laughs> and then all of a sudden he comes back and he apologizes. And he goes, mom, I'm sorry because... I did so-and-so. Or, I'm sorry because I didn't listen to you. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you for apologizing. Is there something that I do did wrong? Or, you know, it, 
are are you mad at me because of something and sometimes he'll express himself yeah. like well i'm mad because like i was asking you for this and you said no and i'm like oh, you know sometimes it's like okay you asked me for a toy and i said no i'm sorry you know yeah. but other times no, but it's the fact like, that he got to like express it exactly yeah. like you know it, it might not be a big thing but it's a big thing for them to be able to express themselves to you and i just want to continue like you say you know that highway of yeah. communication and trust with my kid and to really also see uh, uh, also make him see that I'm here for him as well as you know the other adults in his life that it's okay to express yourself that it's okay to have those feelings because there's times that I look at him and he looks like he wants to cry yeah. but he doesn't and I'm like what's wrong and he's just like nothing and I'm like if you want to cry it's okay like as soon as I say it's okay to cry he'll bust out crying yeah, see. and I'm like do you need a hug and he's like yes and so I hug him and he's crying and then I again ask him questions what's going on what happened this and that and just going back to like a school incident like the teacher wasn't able to tell me after school and then I got um, to the house and you can tell that there was something going on. Mm -hmm. And then on class dojo, like I got the message saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot to let you know, but you know, he got hit on his head with like a pencil. Oh, okay. And I guess, you know, one of his friends, because he said that it was his friend. Mm -hmm. So that's what upset him more that his friend, his friend did hit, it. Hit, yeah. You know? Like it wasn't even like a random girl or boy at school. Like it was his friend. And so I was like, hey, what's going on? And so he explained to me what happened. And then we were talking with his dad. And so his dad wanted to hear the explanation as well. Mm -hmm. So for him to explain himself again, he was getting really irritated. Yeah. And I know that it wasn't because he was repeating himself. It's just that he didn't want to live it over again. Right. And so I was just it's like. It's a tough situation. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that you have to do this. Like your dad wants to know what happened too. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And so I was like, okay, do you need a minute? And he goes, yes. And I'm like, okay, let's, you know, let's take a minute, breathe, go do whatever you want. When you're ready, come back and we'll do this. Yeah. This kid literally took a couple of breaths and says, okay, mom, I'm ready. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just, I'm so glad that I'm able to have this relationship with my kid and still feel like I am actually being a good mom. I am actually doing my parenting, you know, responsibilities without having to be like, hey, I am the authority. You are, you know, the child. No, like he knows that he is his own person and he is allowed to feel whatever he's feeling. Sometimes you sound like me right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's because it's true. I like, am <laughs> And it's because it's true. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, when he was smaller, the communication, obviously, when they don't talk, they can't tell you what they yeah. feel, you get super stressed out or you get you know you're like oh my god this kid like what is wrong what is wrong why are you crying why are you doing this you know and they can't express themselves but as soon as they start talking as soon as they start telling you and they start learning what happy sad angry all those feelings are you need to continue that you need to continue to make sure that they know that whatever they're feeling is understandable but that you know obviously do not lash out there's no way that if you're angry you have to like hit something like there has to be another alternative you know when you're happy like he's always jumping and smiling and oh my god i'm so happy i'm so excited and things like that you know so i think it's very healthy to be able to communicate with your kids to be able to show them you know that there's ways to express the feelings crying is okay it's no, not a form of weakness because when I was growing up, I used to tell myself that. Like, don't cry. It's a sign of weakness. Don't cry. And so now as an adult, I have a really hard time 
crying and letting out yeah. those, you know, feelings. Because as soon as I start crying, I my brain automatically triggers like, why are you crying? Yeah, like, stop crying. That that like that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. There's there it's been trained yeah. to for it's wrong, and that's where it's like important, right? You know, like League of Your Own. There's no crying at baseball. Yeah, you know, but it's like that's what we grew up on, and mm -hmm. it's like you know what you know like like my my dad used to be like you know you crying about you know yeah. what i mean stuff like that you know it made me feel weak mm -hmm. and um you know it's it, the key thing that i want to highlight is that you know your son you know he trusts you right now that you know enough to express himself and that the fact that and you know what this pays dividends he will grow up and i have to tell myself they will grow up to appreciate this mm -hmm. like like 20 down 20 years down the line they're gonna look back and they're like you know what like all right, you were cool. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Uh, you know what? You were, you were understanding, you know, you did, you did your part. Yeah. You were trying your best and they understand. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. And, um, you know, like everybody out there, look, we make it sound easy. It's not easy. I fail a lot. I fail every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I try, but I try over and over again. You just got to keep trying. Mm -hmm. Like, let your kids know, like, give them an outlet. If you want, you need an outlet, they need an outlet too. Mm -hmm. They are humans. We are all humans and it's tough and sometimes they do need to get put in their place. Yeah. But it's this balance. It's this tightrope that we have to struggle to balance on every day. All this hard work, you know, that you guys grind. It's a grind, you know, to, to raise our kids. But you know what? This is going to help them when they grow up mm -hmm. how to handle situations, how to deal with their own kids, right? Yeah. And, um... It's it's worth it. That's all I can say, people. It's worth it, and uh, you know, just keep keep it up. Every single parent out there struggling with this, every single person out there that actually takes the time to try. If you're listening to this, trying to get help, trying to find new ways, that makes you a good parent mm -hmm. because you're trying to do something about it. When so many parents out there don't, yeah, you're taking the step to try to better yourself. You are trying to foster your own growth. <laughs> no and it's funny you say that because i was like it's the first steps into especially like let's say that your childhood uh, cough, cough, <laughs> was not as great and you didn't have that support in your life you want to give that support to your child now because you know how hard it is at times so you gotta break it you know you gotta break that chain you gotta break all of those bad I want to say bad habits because I have a lot of bad habits of not expressing my feelings. My friends know that there's something wrong and they're like, let me know. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And, you know, there's been times where my friends hug me and they're like, cry. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> and they're like, cry. And I'm I like, cry. I can't. Like, they're, when I'm alone, I'm crying and I'm like, I wish I had somebody to hold me. And then somebody's holding me and I'm like, I can't cry. You know, <laughs> because I deprived myself of that when yeah. I was young. I told myself, no, it's not good. Just keep going, stay strong, keep fighting, keep going. So my mind is still wired like that. And now that I have my son, I want to tell him like, no, stop crying. You shouldn't be crying because of that, you know, things like that. But it's like, no, if I tell him that it's bad or if I tell him that he's wrong, it's just going to go out the window. You know, it's like you got to form those first steps to well, how was you say like to kind of break the habit or like break yeah the, break the, the break the cycle yeah like, you break know. the cycle exactly you you just gotta break the cycle because it's it's really important to normalize feelings 
a lot of kids out there, my brothers, you know, battle through the same thing where they can't express themselves. And so you don't want your kids and the future generations, you know, to feel that same way. I think a lot of the mental health that we have now, like the mental issues, is because of our childhood, not your feelings are valid. It was more of like, stop crying or like, why, you know. Mental health is taboo. Yeah. And as kids, uh, parents sometimes have the tendency of like, you're just a kid. You ha- you don't even have anything to worry about. Like, you know, wait until you grow up. Well, you know what? Prepare them for that. Don't yeah. just don't just throw them out into the wild when they're 18 and be like, all right, see you when next time you have a breakdown. We'll see what happens, you know, and $60 a week of therapy. Yeah, you want, you want, it's so easy to like try to like default to like, you think you got a bad, yeah. you know, but it's like, that doesn't help you. That doesn't help them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help anybody. It's mm-hmm. like, you're why are you trying to compare yourself to your own to a seven-year-old to a six-year-old it's not it's not it's not feasible the connection does not happen like that help them empower them and like we just said break that cycle like just because like we've all had you know we've all had different experiences of growing up and if your parents had a negative impact on you the way you grow up you need to recognize that that doesn't mean you have to keep that up mm-hmm. like even as easy as it is like you know but like i said if you're listening to this and you're willing to try some of the things that you know laura came, um talked about that i talked about even what Lindsay wrote about or anything you're doing good you're taking the step it takes the first step we applaud you. <laughs> we stand yeah. so on that note i think this is a this is a good update this is a good update episode yes. and uh i'm so happy that we were able to do this i'm so happy finally get back at it again you know thank you for being patient with us thank you for supporting us and hopefully you know as always we want to hear from you guys <laughs> but um thank you guys so much for listening always always remember to keep moving forward to try your best if one thing you know I want to say like one bad thing happens or like one thing goes bad wrong in your life it's not the end of the world it's okay you need time to you know grasp at it think about it there's always going to be another door opening when a door closes and you guys got to just continue to keep moving forward I mean we're doing as best as we can thanks so much you guys and that's how flowers grow Um, Remember, you guys can find us on Instagram, fostering.growth.pod. Twitter is at foster underscore growth with two H's. And Facebook is also fostering growth as well. Um, Go ahead and, you know, follow, like, subscribe. If you guys have any ideas, um, write to us, email fostering.growth.pod at gmail.com. Yeah, and, uh, you know... Tell a friend, you know, if you if you see a uh, see if you have like family members or friends that are struggling with things and you think that they might be able to get something good from this podcast, please tell uh, tell them you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the big ones, iHeartRadio, and uh, we really appreciate you guys so much, and uh, you know, can't wait to keep the keep the ball rolling. We got big plans. Yay, you guys! Thanks so much, and have a great day. Bye. Thank you.